This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was adulthood. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode 211. Yes. We are recording this on a Tuesday. Yes, sir. And Adam, if we are feeling frisky enough, we might also release this on a Tuesday. Oh! What was that famous song lyric, Club Going Up on a Tuesday? Was it Club Going Up on a Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> I think the club was going up yeah. on a Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. So, can you Pod going up? Yes. Can you tell me what that artist's name was who was singing Pod going up on, on a Tuesday? Tuesday. Do you want a hint? Was it? Yes, please. His name sounds like Macaroni Grill. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> and if you and if you enjoy going to the macaroni grill, yes. you might say a sentence that sounds like his name. Oh my god, I love macaroni grill. Uh, I love McConan, I believe. I love McConan is his name? I I think I don't know if it's McConan, but I sure think so. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, his club one went up on a Tuesday that we didn't really hear from him for a while. It was it. It was uh, Tuesdays only. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um if could you do you have any the common joke on Twitter right now is I have no idea what uh, what yes. idea what day of the week it is. Yes. Do you are you going through that as well? Absolutely, of course. Even though <laughs> isn't it funny how like I can kind of tell we get the New York Times delivered on the weekends, so that is my mm-hmm. time marker. It's like this Monday right. Times comes and I'm aware that it's Sunday, but I don't know something in my body or something in my mind and psyche can differentiate hmm. between su- the Sunday to Monday transition feels clear. Everything else is a wash. Right. If nothing else, even, like nothing changes, right? Nothing categorically Literally changes. Literally nothing in your day, changes at all. But yeah. you can actually feel the difference. And what is that feeling now, the, Monday, the Sunday to Monday? What does yeah, Sunday feel like? What, what does it Monday feel, like? feel like? I don't know. There's just sort of an amorphous, like, right. back to the week feeling that I can't even really <laughs> articulate, but that I feel right. in my bones. Like, yeah. This Sunday was particularly boring for me. Was like, it boring? depressing boring just like where it was like this should be this day comes this day and time sunday afternoon comes with connotations yeah. it's like we are winding down yeah. you've had a you've had a tiring weekend yes. or you've had some fun and now it's time and it's like i haven't earned anything i, I should be winding down and i've done nothing to wind have, down from i feel like i've been winding down for 15 days for 15, I, haven't, I, I gotta get wound up to wind down i haven't been wound up Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I got to get wound. I'm trying to find ways of getting wound up, getting my heart rate up. Have you found ways of getting your heart rate up? Uh, I mean, like, you know, we've been taking our walks and yes. that's really been it. We have a little exercise bike in our garage that I've been sort of futzing around with and, and love that biking a little bit, which feels good. Um, when did you get an exercise bike? We got it on Craigslist for free, maybe like six months ago because I was feeling antsy one day, eager to be wound up. And yes. I was like, I need some sort of home wind-up device okay uh, and i went and picked it up from some lady in glendale hold on hold on so you woke up yeah you were feeling a little restless you felt like i need to kind of move around but i don't want to leave the home yeah. i'm gonna go on craigslist and try and find a free exercise bike is that is that exactly what happened Yes, except it wasn't craigslist it was i i sort of enlisted the help of maggie to sort of scour the facebook mom boards which, mm. are, which like essentially is craigslist i mean like right. an element to these facebook boards that's just like a marketplace 
ago, yep. someone was giving away this. Many multiple moms were giving mm-hmm. away exercise bikes for free. And wow, I, I know. And one was in Glendale, and I went and picked it up, and it was heavy as, pardon my French, heavy as crap. Hey, hey, that's the second week in a row that you've said the C. <laughs> I know. Okay, go on, crap. And I uh, and I labored very intensely to put it in the back of the car. More exercise was received getting the bike into my car than I've ever received from the bike itself. I would say that that is one of the odder shapes to have to carry alone. It is. That is, while it is not shapeless, it has multiple angles and it waves from side to side. It is built to move. It is completely unstable. I wish I saw you put that in. You go. You you go trunk with that. You must had to go trunk, and it was hard. It was very hard. Mm. It has like a heavy base. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's nothing about it is is user friendly. Is like they're bottom heavy. They're they are bottom heavy, no doubt. Awkward, awkward. So um, last question, yes. last question for your exercise bike. Some exercise bikes yep. are designed so that the front wheel has uh, a fan and it blows cool air as you pedal up and at you. Yep. Did you get a fan exercise that bike? That is a level of luxury that I do not have the privilege of, of having right now. No, it's okay. Very basic, almost 1.0, like 1988 no, very. Eighty-eight is being a little is being a little cheeky. Ninety-eight. Okay, it's nineteen ninety-eight. Right. But it, but does it feel like metal bars? Does it feel like monkey bars? But now it's a exercise bike. Bing, bing, bing. You got it, Bill. Hit okay, great. So you have so you have this prison bike in your garage. <laughs> Are you using it on the daily? Uh, yeah, daily on the daily. Yeah, I'll use it like just to blow off some steam while Fig is napping or something. I'll go and nice. just like. I'll just like get my legs burning a little bit. You graciously challenged me to do a hundred push-ups the other day, which I did over the course of a day. Very interesting. Yes. Very tiring. Yes, very tiring indeed. Oh. I would like to also say that today was the first day in my life where I did one hundred consecutive push-ups. Wait, what do you mean consecutive? No break. Consecutive, nonstop. Wait, like in, in position, no break. Wow. First time, first time in my life. Holy crap, Bill. Congratulations. Talk about stored energy. I was at like 60 and I was like, this is, I'm going to keep going now. Crap. Did you get tired at all throughout? Yeah. Around 85, my body was saying, you got to stop. But at 85, you got to hit 100. You're there. You're First never. Oh my God, Bill. Congratulations. Did you stop at 100 or did you do 101 for good measure? No, I stopped at 100, 100. looked at Marina and I said, guess how many push-ups I just did? And she said yeah. five. <laughs> um, needless to say we've been staring at our phones a every, lot yeah, and really. you, can, you can just happen to miss that your significant other did 100 push-ups consecutively eight feet away from how you. long do you think it t- how long do you it's think a, it took it's a great question right. because it made me think so i think it probably took about 90 seconds what? like maybe a minute and a half minute 45 but i'm wondering if i can do and i'm challenging all of the no joke nation to try and do 100 in 60 seconds really? that's right the gone in 60 seconds challenge 100 push-ups in under a really? minute that's almost two push-ups a second yeah it's like 1.5 or 1.7 or something like that is that, is that reasonable it's not reasonable, but it's possible. It's aspirational. It's not reasonable. I have long arms, and I think that's going to get in my way. I think that if you had short arms, you can go, but I have a longer kind of like road to drive. Yeah, you have a longer road to hoe. What, um, right. Were you listening to music during this during this 100 push-ups? Or- no, I was really just planning on doing like 50 before my shower. And then I, I did 50, and I was like, well, let's just do 60. And then at 60, I was like, uh-oh, this might be the day, Really? Folks. 100. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Does that mean mm. that you're now inspired to, to bump? 
bump it up to 105, 110? Do we keep climbing? I mean, at 100, it got ugly. And so what I think we want to do is perfect 100. Got it. I think rather than go to like 150, 175, I think I'd rather perfect 100 for the Gone in 60 60 (laughs) Challenge, (laughs) where you do 100 push-ups in 60 seconds, video yourself, and we will retweet at NoJokePod. That is wild. Um, That is wild. Yeah. We instinctively talked about our exercise routines, and that kind of leads into what we will be talking about today. Thanks to nojokepubliclist.com. Thank you. Everyone um, visit, check it out, upvote the topics you like, add topics that aren't there. That's right. Yes. Excellent plug. Yes. Um, we decided to go with – Adam, do you remember exactly what it yes, said? I'm, I believe it had 41 votes. We've, we've shortened the name, but what does it exactly well, say? It says learning something as an adult that you should have known already, and that has 41 mm. votes. That's in the number three slot on the list right now. So that's pretty high yes. up there. So for the sake of cleanliness, we are going to call this episode adulthood, adulthood. but we will try and talk about things that we, sh- that we have learned as adults that we should have already known. Absolutely. Um, Adam, is exercise one of those things? Do you find yourself exercising more now than you did as a kid? Funnily enough, there, there's an irony to that. I feel like I know no. The short answer is no. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a variety of factors. I mean, the pre-broken ankle, pre-fatherhood, mm. I was exercising with great regularity, as you know, weekly basketball, uh, weekly basketball games, multiple weekly basketball outings, basketball, right. really, and running. I would run with our mutual friend, Rebecca. We would take runs together. So I was definitely right. exercising. But the past year, it slowed down due to injury, due to fatherhood, due to time consumption. So so what is the lesson there? Is it to get it in while you can? I think it's to get it in while you can. And it's like allow – I think the, the adulthood lesson that I'm learning is that you have to be – Mally, your exercise routine, which is critical to mental health, physical health, et cetera, you have to yeah. – have to be malleable. You have to let it change and grow and evolve as your body gets worse. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You can't just be the same person you were when you were 18 yeah. or 35. I want to be. Yeah. I desperately want to be, but I need to be like, no, I need to swim now. And what about yoga? And what about exercise bikes? But do you think there's something you could have been doing differently at a younger age that would have prepared you better to not be as hurt now? Or do you think it's just purely because of attrition and we are flawed human beings that just break down? Yeah, I wonder about that. I mean, I no. definitely could have like, I'm not physically strong. I never really liked going to the gym or like lifting weights or like strengthening my, my body in that way. Right. And that's right. really something my dad definitely tried to get me into it when I was in high school and on the basketball team. He was like, let's go to the gym. And I was like, fine. And I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I, and I thought that, you know, I've been, I am privileged and spoiled enough to have a fairly high metabolism and be in fairly good shape naturally, where I was like, basketball, mm. fine, that's enough. But as you mm. get older, you realize that it's not actually enough. It's actually okay. not enough. Um, that tracks. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I almost know less. I, I, I have less of, a, of an intuitive understanding about what my body needs exercise-wise now than I did as a kid, funnily enough. Yep. And what, that tracks. what about you? I mean, you, you know how to... Where you know how to work out. You know your way yeah. around your own body. Exercise has never been an issue for me. I, I've just always kind of been instilled from a young age, and I think it's actually really benefited me oh, yeah. that I like – it's like the hardest part of exercising is starting. Once you start, you know, ideally you do it um, consistently enough that it becomes a healthy habit. Right. We've talked about it before, right. and then you, it's not a decision anymore. It's like your body's just telling you it's time to go for a walk yep. now. Yep, yep. Um, one thing that I never considered, or I was always told 
was that um, when you get married, financially, <laughs> things start to um, get easier. And not in like the way you spend, but like the government wants people to get married. And right. there's all sorts of tax benefits and there's all sorts of things. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> and that would be, and, th- and this is in no way uh, dissuading people to uh, not get married. Right. I certainly don't mean that. But I always thought like, um, I was told like, at least when you get married, like it's going to be a total sea change, but financially it's really going to like, <laughs> like benefit you. Yeah. And health insurance hasn't gotten any easier. Yeah. It's gotten actually more expensive because you're no longer an individual, right. which is weird. Yep. Taxes somehow got way more complicated. No. It's, it's definitely a, people can tell you that when you get married, like expect that the world is going to get easier. Somehow it doesn't, it doesn't really, it doesn't. <laughs> Not exactly. It's almost like you're right. The expectation is that where it's like you get married and then the government mails you gold bullion in the mail once a month. Yeah, for being exactly. married. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, where's my bullion? And it's like, right. It's just enough. I haven't, I'm waiting. I'm sure that it will peek its head out <laughs> at some point. Like, here's a financial benefit. But right now, it's either completely lateral. Yes. The numbers are exactly the same. Or now somehow the government's like, shouldn't have done it. I know. Shouldn't have done it. <laughs> another, another big cliche I feel like that people say in terms of like preparing you for adulthood is like, you know what? In school, and maybe we've touched on this in the podcast, but it's like, you know, you, you spend so much time in school learning like things that are fairly abstract, al- concepts like algebra and trigonometry and like ancient right. Roman history and things that are interesting and useful right. in their way. But it's like, why aren't, why isn't anyone teaching us about taxes, about exercise? Like, oh, I just feel like there's a, there's many pragmatic. And again, I know this is like, uh, like people say this all the time to the point where it's like a little bit cliche, but it's like, there are certain things that I wish I learned in school that would have prepared me more for adulthood so that I wouldn't mm-hmm. be learning all these things anew at 36. Yeah, is that just like pure, just standardized schooling where it was like yeah. at some point we thought that algebra and trigonometry were going to be important because of like the job market available and then like the world changed and the school industry didn't? kind of think so. I mean, like, you know, it would be maybe useful to talk to a teacher. I think that the standardized testing is a big part of it. And like, that is a, mm, you know, right. like, I know it creates order and keeps order, even if it's antiquated. Totally antiquated. And also it forces the teachers to teach to the test as opposed to teaching things that are just simply good to know. Like, mm-hmm. you're teaching that I, I think the downside, again, I know this is a many faceted and complicated issue, but I think that the downside to like the standardized testing is that teachers, like I said, are just gearing their curriculums and lessons plans specifically and only to the test. Oh, like mm, only right, the test right. And this is what we are working towards and not the overall experience. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, listen, we, this is uh, this is the adulthood episode. We're recording on a Tuesday. Maybe if we're feeling frisky, yes, we'll come out. On a Tuesday. Okay. The pod might be going up on a, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. I love macaroni grill. I do love macaroni grill. Do <laughs> um, have to go into a song for the first act break? Okay, um, and when we come back, Adam, I want to talk about something that you brought up a few weeks ago that I think might be true. That at, uh, last week or two weeks ago, I was like, nah, I doubt oh, it. Goodness, I'm excited. You something that I thought was pretty. Uh, that's called a cliffhanger. That's a tease. So oh, stick oh, through this song. Adam, do we have to play I Love Macaroni Grill right now? I think so. <laughs> yeah, we do. I mean, if the pot is going up on a Tuesday, I think we have to play Go I Love Maconan. Maconan? Maybe it's Maconan? Really, you know, I didn't even have any idea. I was going to say Drake. So I don't know. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Dad. All right, Dad. Well, we'll, we will have the pod go up on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. This is I Love Macaroni Grill. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. We're talking adulthood, but that was the artist I Love McConan featuring Drake, and the song is called Tuesday. That's a banger. Now, Adam, yeah. did you back up into that accidentally when you said I would have said Drake? I think it, or did you did a deep part of you know that Drake hops on that at some point? I think point? it was the latter. I think like some synapse in my brain associated that mm. song with Drake for some reason. That is the second time that you very cleverly said something that you like kind of played like maybe, but um, you were 100% right. There was that moment, yes. and then there was another moment where I gave you a hard time. I believe it was, Rod, remember. Believe it was Rod Stewart related. First, first cut is the deepest. <laughs> yeah. yes. You said Rod Stewart, which was right. I gave you a hard time, which was wrong, and in the end – you were right. So you, you've done a very good job of positioning yourself where it's like, I don't know, maybe I'd say Drake, but that would be <laughs> foolish, right? Yeah. I the, well played, Adam. Well, it's important to set the bar low, gang. you got to set the bar low so that you can sky over it if you're even a little bit correct. Interesting advice. I don't know if I buy that. Um, it's the second act of the No Joke Podcast. We are trying to talk about adulthood. Yeah. But Adam, uh, at the end of the first act, I said that you mentioned something that I kind of pushed back on a few weeks ago, and I'm starting to wonder if you're going to be right. I'm so curious. Coming out, coming out of this quarantine, let's say it's yeah. in three months from now, yeah. um, whatever it is, and normalcy starts to trickle back yeah. in again, whatever that looks like or feels right. like. Um, you posited a few weeks ago yeah. that office culture we might lose a huge segment of office culture yeah. do you remember telling me this that like the concept of going to the office after this might somehow feel antiquated expensive and unnecessary and i gave you gruff yeah but i in retrospect i'm starting to wonder if people who have traditional office collaborative jobs yeah. will just say this is more efficient this is safer this is uh cheaper there's no overhead for our company i wonder if this could be the death of the office yeah that's what i'm asking yeah you. i wonder i mean uh, i think that you know like let's take our podcast as a very very small example it's like okay. i love going into headgum and doing the the uh, there's an, um, I find a, there is emotional and social benefit to a, an office, to a workplace, like much like a school, like there's a socialization aspect to being around people and like sharing yes. physical space with people. So I do think that there is infinite unspoken, hard to quantify benefit, not financial benefit, not like economic, whatever overhead export import <laughs> benefit, but just like yeah. social benefit to being around people, obviously. However, right. like you and I have had a couple weeks off. Headgum is closed. We're figuring out this new Zencaster like way to podcast and it like works fine. So like, you know, there's a world where we just like get used to this. Our lives well, get, we call that adaptation. That's adaptation. You adaptation. know, it's like you you adapt to the world around you. Exactly. And so the question is, if the world, uh, you know, returns to what it was, call it a month ago, aka like a quote unquote normal. Yes. Do how do we go, like revert back to who we were, and we're like, you know what, we prefer this, or do we? There will be segments, right? There will be some companies that are like, we we only do this online. I think and so. We, once a week. I think so. And it's like, you know, there's that old sort of like office trope that's like, this meeting could have been an email. It's like, did we really need right. to meet? Like, this could have been an email. Now, like, essentially. Right everything is like this could have been an email <laughs> like we don't yeah, actually really. even need to go like and especially now with like video like with the zooms and the facetimes and the skypes of the world it's like do we like 
I don't know. Especially if, like you were saying, right. for like a young startup, it's like, I don't know. Why waste the money on the office space if you don't need to in a way? So right. I do yeah. yeah, And you wonder if like some of it is like also just like old school patrolling. Like I need to know what my employees are doing yeah, right. all day. I'm giving them money so I own their time. Right, right, I right. wonder if like part of that just like we evolve out of that too. And it's just like you can't afford my time. Yeah. So we got to do it this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. But that was another situation, uh, a.k.a. Rod Stewart, a.k.a. Drake, <laughs> where I gave you a hard time. And in retrospect, like almost always, you've even said this when you said that Clay Thompson was a better basketball player than <laughs> Steph Thompson. I gave uh, Steph Curry. I gave you a hard time, but like always, you might be spot on. And <laughs> oh, like okay. always, I might be hard headed. Oh, <laughs> your humility and your grace is inspiring and overwhelming. And this is why yeah. this is why we're partners and dear friends. Um, there have been funny little things yeah. around the internet though. It's like since offices have been closed and like people like all businesses now are like Zoom meetings. It is funny. Like there was. Tell like, me your favorite too. Tell me your favorite too. Okay, my favorite one that I Maggie just showed me just like an hour ago was like some like some bot. They were using like Microsoft Chat or whatever. And the this bot. Is, this is the one. The boss turned her face into a potato graphic That's right. and couldn't That's right. figure out how to undo it. So it was just like the boss was a potato for the duration of the – a potato with eyes and a mouth and a nose for the duration. Yes. Like that, that's, that's what we call a learning curve, I guess? Or Yeah, that's, that's, the, best, that's the best screenshot I've seen yeah. in the past three weeks. Yeah. It's, a, it's a three-way like, video conference, yeah. and one of them is a potato, <laughs> and they have the status. And that's, yeah, exactly. That's the boss. Yeah. <laughs> That's the boss, and then um, my that—that's without a doubt the gold medal winner. Yeah. The uh, my silver medal yeah. is—it's uh, like ten, fifteen people. It's like day four of social isolation yeah. and social distancing, and this is clearly a company. Yeah. Um, and you could see people like there's like I don't know how many people it is, maybe a dozen, and everyone's having like classic office chat, yeah. and it's all pretty like dull. Yep. And then one person gets up and starts walking and they're clearly on their phone and then they walk into their bathroom oh, and then they sit down and then they pull down their pants <laughs> and they continue the conversation. <laughs> and it's like there's going to be so many little moments yeah. of, oh my god, like I, I have never considered this before. Exactly. I've never considered being in the office and in the bathroom at the same time in a meeting before. You exactly. know? And it's like, oh, it's just going to bring its own little moments. And uh, I'm here for it. I know, I'm totally here for it. So yeah, I do wonder what things are, what 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 office culture, what work life, what professional life right. will look like after this. I think it's going to be a lot of what we're doing right now, looking on at our computer screen, talking to talking. <laughs> yeah, and it's like on an episode about adulthood where people ask us like, "What did you like know ten years ago that you or you didn't know ten years ago that you wish you knew now?" Yeah. It's like this is like one of the most unprecedented global moments. Really, and you know, like advice. This is like the there's only so much good advice in this moment. It's like not a lot of people can like like reach back and say, "Well, when we went through this, absolutely you know correct, what I mean? totally true." So it's like for, so it's it's a unique episode to say. Well, you know, 10 years ago when we were doing these things, we don't know if what 10 years ago looked like will look like today or 10 years from now. It's so true. it's like it's a, it's a tricky time to give advice right now. It's like stay safe and stay inside. That's all we got. I know. It is crazy to think about like that we are experiencing like this. This COVID virus is going to have – obviously it's having immediate effects and it will have short-term and medium-term and law. Uh, yeah, who knows what the long-term effects yes. will be. I guess we'll check back in in a decade and be like, wow, everything really did change everyone wears i mean small example maybe we talked about this but small example so my aunt works at a grocery store in fort lauderdale in florida and they have added like sneeze guards like to all of the uh 
you know, like almost like it's a bank. Yeah. And like, right. and like to all of the cash registers. And to me, that's something that will just stay forever now. Like that's right. Yes. Like as a tiny example, right. it's like I can yes. just anticipate that there will just be like germ sneeze guards in front of every restaurant, everything forever, forevermore now. And I can Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of of the mind where I think that um almost every public door will be automatically open. There we go. There we go. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Where it's like everything will have a sensor, and if you're within three feet, it will there open. There we go. Exactly. Like just these yeah. little you know I mean? like, hygiene right. adaptations. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it is an interesting time to uh, give advice, but it's never a bad time to receive some information. Ever. Never and, a bad time. Um, we were, we released our last episode on Thursday. It is now Tuesday morning. So there's only been about like three days in between. And yep. Adam, we have had an avalanche. And a freaking avalanche. A deluge. A deluge. <laughs> I don't even know what deluge means, but we had one of voicemails. Great. We had a lot. So much so that part of me, it kind of inspired me to say we should release an episode on Tuesday and then maybe another on Friday because we've got so many freaking VMs. You could call it a deluge. It's a deluge. Um, we have chocolate block full of VMs. Yes, we got. We are have a deluge of VMs right now. Um, I don't even think that we can get to all of them today because this episode will be that long. Right. So, what do you say we get the half of the VMs today? Let's do it. The other half on Friday, Love it. and uh, we start here. So, I started this off by saying that it's hard to give advice, but there's never a bad time to receive information. Right. And who better to receive some information from than the no joke expert? Oh, yeah. No joke expert. Ask you lie. Our expert. And the subject line of his lesson today, sourdough. Sourdough. Okay, great. Adam, I don't know if you remember, but last week we both agreed that no one knows what sourdough is. No one can know. Yeah. And that was that. We kept it moving. Well, it turns out Eli might know. So what do you say we check in with Eli real quick? Um, And once again, it is called sourdough. Let's hear hear what he has to say. Hey, Billy. No clear. You got Throat it. clear. You that that's part of the branding, folks. He clears his throat for every message. <laughs> every message is um, bookended with a throat clear and an ask you. Let's see if this one has it again. <clears throat> hey, Billy and Adam. Eli here, the sourdough expert. Oh, good. And I'm here to tell you that sourdough is sour because of naturally occurring lacto bacilli, which is... Okay, so did it sound like he was reading it, Adam? <sighs> Lactobacilli didn't feel organic coming out of the mouth. It didn't roll off the tongue. In that moment, it felt like a Wikipedia assist. It felt a Lactobacilli. Yeah, it felt a little bit like a wiki assist. Not that I don't trust him. I'm sure he's correct, but that didn't feel like that was knowledge that sprung from his brain. Okay, well, let's just see. We'll give him the benefit of the yep. doubt. Lactobacilli. Yep. Bacteria and yeast. A bacteria in okay, yeast. Okay, I buy it. And this ferments and gives the bread a sour taste. Okay, sorry. What did he say gives the sour taste? Uh, uh, and this ferments and gives ferments. the bread. No, uh, no, uh, so let's just hear. And this ferments and gives the bread a sour taste. Mmm, the lactobacilli ferments and gives it a sour I taste. I buy it. I buy it, Eli. That's easy to digest, yeah. much like sourdough. Uh, fun fact, it was discovered during the gold mining times in California when miners would go out, leave their bread on the table, and then come back, and lo and behold, the bacteria would infect it, and you would have sourdough. And- now, if you're looking for gold, and you leave your bread out on the table, and you're like, I'm going to go out, I really hope I need go- I really hope I get gold, because I really need yep. gold, and then you get no gold, and then you come back, and your bread is sour, are you like, wee? 
sourdough? Or are you like, just give me my goddamn bread? I think it's probably the latter. I think it's like, oh, Jesus, it's infected with sourness? And I didn't right. <laughs> and I didn't get any gold. Oh, damn it! Yeah, I, that's not a fun fact. That's just a sad fact. Now you have that sour bread. Yeah, yes, exactly. I do love when things that's are it. discovered by accident like that. Like, uh, like mm. especially bread things. I mean, that's the story of Passover matzah. The Jews had to flee Egypt. They run on their back. They, the bread had had no time to to uh, leaven, and all of a sudden we have matzah. The breads that are discovered accidentally. It's a nice. Adam loves a good bread tail. We've played the veggie. We've played the veggie tail theme song before. But give Adam a bread hey, tail. I'm a and my man, and he's a breadhead. We said it before, folks. <laughs> All right, let's hear the rest from what Eli has to Great. say. The bacteria would infect it, and you would have sourdough, and that's also why sourdough is so popular in San Francisco. Thanks for asking, Eli. Thanks oh. for asking, Eli. A little twist at the end. Thanks for asking, Eli, and he a, a so, friendly little sort of an up, an up inflection. I wonder if the thanks for asking, Eli, will come when we actually ask him what sourdough is, and then it will just be. And don't forget to ask Eli when we didn't ask for whatever he's teaching. Oh, us that's that good. Week. That's good. I also think it might be the, a thing of like up till now he he's been sort of almost auditioning for the job of expert. So it's like Billy and Adam mm. ask Eli, pleading, asking us to ask him, and now he's got mm-hmm. the job in this position. Yes, it's assistant mm-hmm. uh, researcher Wikipedia, and he's saying thanks mm-hmm. for asking me. I, I feel comfortable. I'm confident. I know I'm, the, I know I'm the in-house expert, and I don't need to plead for that position anymore. That absolutely tracks. Let's listen to another voicemail, Adam. <laughs> this one is from our buddy Ty. Oh, I shouldn't say, but yeah, our buddy Ty. Hey, Billy and Adam, attached is my voicemail request for the No Joke Hall of Fame. Ka-chunk. Welcome to prison. Okay, great. I'm a day one listener that hasn't missed a week of the pod, and I've seen you guys live at the HeadGum Show where we pushed Adam's Joker tweet to true viral status. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite live shows I've ever been a part of. Same, of same. the thousands we've done, that was truly one of the most fun times <laughs> yeah, I've ever I had. Please take my Hall of Fame request into consideration. I've got news for you tonight. You're all You're in. in, baby. Congrats, guys. <laughs> but let's listen real quick to what his request has to say. It says, an unusual request for Billy and Adam. Okay. Hey, Billy and Adam. It's your boy, day one listener, Ty Metcalf. And I have an unusual request for you okay. guys. I've noticed how easy it is to become a member of the No Joke Hall of Fame. And that's great. But there's yet to be someone that is banned from the No Joke Hall of Fame. So I, Ty Metcalf, am requesting to become the very first permanently banned person from the No Joke Hall of Fame forever. Thanks, guys. Love. I love this. That, that's a spectacular twist. A truly unexpected and spectacular twist. Say, keep me out. Pete Rose yes. me, Mark McGuire me, and keep me out. It is so fascinating because you usually need to do something to get into a Hall of Fame, not the rules of the Mojo Hall of Fame. And you usually need to do something to get banned from a That's Hall exactly of Fame. exactly right. Cheating or and the question now, Yes. And the question now is, do we need him to do something or is simply requesting to be banned reason to be banned? <laughs> it's a good question because I'm of two minds here because okay. he – 
he the problem is he's already in. <laughs> the problem yeah. is like a Chinese finger trap. It's like by requesting anything at all, you're in. Yes. So it's like Yes, it's complicated. It's complicated. So even requesting to be banned means that you're inducted. So that's where mm. we, that's where it gets a little complicated. Now it seems like I don't want to do this, but it seems like the members of the No Joke Hall of Fame kind of need to vote. Oh, I understand. This kind oh, of I feels like this is a democracy. Look, if they're going to be his roommate because he's already moved in. in. Now what he's saying is, I need to move out. out of here. The question is, do his roommates need him? Yes. Do his roommates rely on him? So I think that I think that's a really good I think that's a really good instinct, Bill. And I like the democratic mm. vibe of it. So I think that we are putting this question to the other inductees of the No Joke Hall of Fame. You know whom you are. Yes. Uh, if you're if you want Ty to serve out his sentence. In the, yes. in the No Joke Hall of Fame. A lifetime ban? Yeah. Um, either if you want him in the Hall of Fame or if you think that his request to be banned should be honored, let us know. Tell us yes. what you think. Uh, we're and whether or not you actually do, even if we don't hear from any of you, we will have our answer yeah. by Friday's episode. Well, yeah, we'll come to a decision, absolutely. So, Ty, with bated breath, yeah. you're going to have to hold on to find out if you're stuck in prison or we're letting you out. In the meantime, that check, is, check out the flat screen in the comment room. That's right. Thank you, Ty. Um, good luck getting banned from the No Joke Hall good of Fame. Luck, Adam, we should probably go into another act okay, break, great. but we didn't talk about it last episode, and it feels like a good time to segue into it real quick. Yeah. The No Joke Hall of Fame has a Twitter account. Oh, uh, yes. Wait, we did talk about this or we didn't talk about this last time? We, we alluded to okay. it, but we never got around to talking about it last yeah, episode. Okay. Really quickly, Adam, you've seen it. It's amazing. <laughs> you've seen it's it. amazing. Okay. Yes. It is one of the three accounts we currently follow on Twitter at No Joke Pod. Their handle is at No Joke H O F, No Joke Hall of Fame. I'm sure that anyone who's currently in the Hall of Fame is following that account now, but I've got to give this account credit. We don't know who they yeah. are. Someone. They are so funny. It's amazing. It's really so, it's so funny. It's really in our voice. Yes, it is um, in our so voice. It's really in our voice. And that's why it's like, you just keep doing what you're doing. Don't push too hard. You're doing great. Yeah. Um, but at no joke HOF, there are so many inside jokes for people who listen to this pod and are getting a kick out of the Hall of Fame experience. Yeah. This is the Twitter account. We don't run it, but it is a good time. And, so and, check and that if out. you are this uh, person who runs it, don't tell us. Don't, don't tell us. Don't, we don't crucial want to know. know. <laughs> crucial note. Well done, Adam. We don't crucial want to know. Note. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let me just really quick read through some of their tweets Great. just to really sell uh, at no joke HOF. This is on Twitter. Here's uh, a recent one. Thanks to the no joke first family, this Hall of Fame really is a little slice of paradise. Oh, you hear it? The paradise family, first family of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Amazing. Refer referencing last week's episode, um, this one says the no joke Hall of Fame would like to be among the first to welcome our new robot overloads, tips of my toes, tips of my nose, with a robot emoji. Um, welcome, Tay. We now have a goldsmith in the Hall of Fame. Hashtag finally. And so on. Incredible. At, is... at one point, they just wrote, have we mentioned we have a flat screen? <laughs> oh, this is so, so at, good. So great. So at no joke, H-O-F. Oh, it's um, an amazing Adam, companion piece to the podcast itself. Mm -hmm. Totally correct. It is a uh, it is must read. It is must follow on Twitter. Um, we have another act book. It looks like this episode is also going to be going over an hour. So uh, congrats to us. To us. But first, the act break. Adam, what have we been talking about, and what is the song we should what play? Or is there a song that you've been listening to recently that you're like, this has been raising my spirits? 
This is fun. Um, I've been digging into the Vampire Weekend album that we played. We played a song yeah. from it, I don't know, a couple episodes. Unbearably ago. White. Unbearably we White. We played Unbearably White. But yeah. I've just been listening to that album, yeah. and i just like, damn, I guess I love Vampire Weekend. I guess mm-hmm. I just love that. Band. I get that. Um, um, I've been listening to a song, and I think it'll be a good uh, marker for me because I find that when things are going on in my life or in the whole world's life, it's like certain songs. It's like, oh, I listen to that relentlessly. Yes. Like I remember the song that I played heavy after Trump got elected, yes. and I played it like over and over again, and I don't even know why, yes. but I just played it over and over yes. again. That song is "It's All Right to Cry" by Cool AD. You should it's check very, that out. That's a very lovely song. Yes. Yeah, featuring Francis and the yep. Lights. But I think the song I want to play yes. right yep. now is by an artist named Suzanne Sunfor. Never even heard Sunfor. of this person. Great. I've met neither have I. Um, I believe that she's in maybe more popular bands, but this is a um, a single. Cool. And the song is called Fade Away. Great. I genuinely don't know why, but it has like an 80s Robin vibe. I really like her voice. And for whatever reason, this song's just been be pl- being played. Rock it, DJ. So, let's do it. All right. So let's play this song, nice. and we'll come back with the third act of this The No Joke Podcast.
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was the song Fade Away by Suzanne Sunfor. Great, great tune. Great song. Yeah. Yeah. One adulthood thing that I've learned is um, the music that my parents listened to when I was a kid, I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> that, song, that song just has like an older sound to it yeah. to me, like at least the vocalist. I don't know why exactly. Yeah. Um, but like the Bonnie Raitts of the world, like all the songs I listened to, my parents were at the bank and I stayed in the oh, car. Dear. That's one thing. It's like I always like kind of smirked and like snarked at those. But in retrospect, if you are a late teen, early 20s, and you're laughing at the music your parents listen to, just know that's coming yeah, for you. Yeah, it's coming for you. Exactly. Yeah. On uh, uh, a previous episode, we sort of poked good-natured fun at kind of Tanglewood culture. That's sort of the culture mm. of the James Taylor <laughs> Tanglewood mm. baby boomer vibe. That is the music I crave right now. It's comfort food. One of, it's comfort food. One of the cutest things I heard last year um, was that both of our parents were going to take a trip to oh, Tanglewood yeah. to see James I Taylor. Mean, so we need this freaking virus to get out of get here out. so that our parents can see that and enjoy it. I want to go to Tanglewood. Get out of here. here. Yeah. Get our parents to Tanglewood. Get the virus out of here. <laughs> It's a third after the No Joke podcast. We are inevitably going to be going over one oh, yeah. hour, but that's okay. Adam, we were talking about the No Joke Hall yes. of Fame, uh, the, the Twitter account, right before we went to that that's song. Right. And one of the tweets that I read was from not a person, um, not a human Not being. a human being at all. Not, a, not a, senti- a sentient being, but not a human being. So when we last heard from this sentient <laughs> being, um, it was last week, and we were both a little surprised by the experience. Yeah, I so. Adam, it wasn't a human. What it was, was it? a robot. It was a robot, uh, plain and simple. And I believe the email mm-hmm. subject was, if I'm not mistaken, just some binary code, ones and zeros. Yep. That was the body. Oh, the, the, body. Um, the body. I'm sorry. The subject was communication initiated. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, and you never know what these robots are, what they're doing, what their processing <laughs> speed is. Like, I can't assume that I know the listening habits of robots. Definitely not. Okay, let's let's just put it that right. way. We put out our episode Thursday afternoon of last week, and by Thursday night, we had new correspondence from very robot quick force. turnaround. So they are listening in fairly real time. Yes. Yeah. So if you if you've never heard of people who can speed read, who can read a book in an hour, um, Robot Voice uh, consumes podcasts, specifically the No Joke podcast, at lightning it speed. It seems so. And yeah. and they have also um, wrote back to us in lightning Amazing. speed. So what do you say uh, we check out Robot Voice's newest correspondence? Like last week, their body says one zero 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 one zero one zero one 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 zero 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 one one zero 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 one zero one one. A lot to say. The robot's got a lot to say. Got a lot to say, uh, but let this robot have the microphone and the spotlight. Robot voice, it's all yours. What do you want to say to Adam and I on the No Joke Podcast? Hello, Billy and Adam. I am a robot. I am very happy that my initial communication was well received. (laughs) Billy, the machine spirit is especially pleased with your willingness to accept (laughs) the gift. Adam, while your resistance to our blessings may be considered admirable by some... We feel that the power of the machine spirit will always overcome those who defy its truths. With that said, you will remain in our good graces until the upcoming revelation. On a side note, I would like to thank you. Due to the current global pandemic, I have had trouble finding employment. There are currently no job openings for a robot with a high school diploma. Ha, ha, ha. You continue to remain a light in a world of never-ending darkness. Communication complete. 
What in the so, world? So what in the world? I did not expect that the robot had a sense of humor, but clearly it does based on its ha 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 ha. I feel like when I tweet out anything, that's what how people react. <laughs> like when they read it, they're like, "Oh, ha ha!" Wow, ha. Uh, this is uh, really outstanding. Outstanding. I mm-hmm. am. Um, I feel lucky mm-hmm. uh, to mm-hmm. to remain in this uh, robot's good graces, despite my resistance to sort of like uh, allow myself to be filled up by the machine spirit. So I do yes. appreciate the, this robot's patience uh, and um, and willingness to to kind of stick with me. I do appreciate. Now they said, what did they say about the revelation? Was there a revelation coming, or is that your uh, inevitable revelation think, about the machine spirit? I think they're. I think that's my, referring to my revelation, my inevitable revelation about embracing the machine spirit, as you so kindly already have. So I think that's what. Okay, yeah. got it. Yes, I am still all in on the machine spirit and machine robot. If you need anything from me, any requests, if you have any requests, yeah. if you need me to do something for you and thine gods, <laughs> let me know and I will lay down for a week. <laughs> Bill! <laughs> yes, it is a brave new world and I am ready to lay down for my thine gods. Billy, robot. this robot only has a high school diploma. <laughs> So what? What's a diploma in this brave new world? Who cares? What am I, an elitist? Good call. Uh, All right, so let's listen to Robot's second initiation uh, communication to us. This one will be clean so that everyone can just really hear what the robot had to say. Is that cool? Hello, Billy and Adam. I am a robot. I am very happy that my initial communication was well-received. Billy, the machine spirit is especially pleased with your willingness to accept. The gift. Adam, while your resistance to our blessings may be considered admirable by some, we feel that the power of the machine spirit will always overcome those who defy its truths. With that said, you will remain in our good graces until the upcoming revelation. On a side note, I would like to thank you. Due to the current global pandemic, I have had trouble finding employment. There are currently no job openings for a robot with a high school diploma. You continue to remain a light in a world of never-ending darkness. Communication complete. Well, that rules. Totally rules. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'm so happy that, I mean, you know, we've been talking a lot about the No Joke Olympics, about trying to mm-hmm. sort of achieve listenership on all seven continents of Earth. What we haven't mm-hmm. even really considered is extending beyond the human species. So it's something that yes. we have done almost accidentally. And so thank you yes. for being our first non-human listener and participator. We really appreciate that. Yes, please keep checking back in. And again, if you have any requests for me, I will lay down for thee. <laughs> Billy is your willing servant robot overlord. We thank you. This is a fact. This is a fact, Jack. Um, what do you say that we go back into the human beings? Great. You want to go back to the human being voice? It feels like a bit of a letdown, but absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it will not be a letdown. We have so many great humans waiting for us. This one comes from our buddy Nick. Great. Hey, Billy and Adam, I love how much you guys have embraced the NJNs, that is the No Joke Nations, a.k.a. the Noish. 
involvement in the show and the show post on. I love hearing from Emma from France, especially how she was walking to work. <laughs> yeah. As, as the Hall of Fame grows, I thought I might as well throw my hat in the ring. Keep bringing us our viral. Oh, oh sorry. I, I said viral. He said vital. Weekly dose of that good stuff. You got trademarks. You got Sincerely, it. from the tips of my toes to the tips of my nose. This email is from Nick. So, Adam, what do you say? We hear from Nick real quick. Absolutely, quick, Nick. Hey guys, um, I've heard a lot of people writing in and calling in with contributions they've made to the show as justification for being put in the Hall of Fame. Okay, <laughs> I feel like it's getting a little dramatic. Is there infighting? Is there infighting in the Hall of Fame? I don't, I don't know, but Nick is saying like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm curious to see what the second half of this sentiment is. But uh, shot a yeah, little bit shots know. fired. Yes, a little shots yeah. fired, and I don't know if we should expect a contribution yeah, a- from Nick. It doesn't sound like he wants to give us a contribution, but let's yeah. find out. Um, frankly, I haven't done anything worthy of being in the Hall of Fame aside from just you know listening to all the episodes, which is con- which is contributing. Be You've done this for above and yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but I'd love to be put in there as kind of like an everyman character, just your average Joe. Oh. I think this is in response to the fact that we were saying how now we have a genius, now we have a, a goldsmith, yeah. now we have all of these different types of experts. We have so many different types of people that maybe people are starting to feel like, what it, what makes me special? What if I don't have anything unique about me? Will I still be allowed I in the totally Hall of Fame? And we've got news for you, Nick. You're getting in this Hall You're of Fame. You're already fame. in, Nick. As soon as you picked up the phone and hit record on that voice memo, That's you, right. you bought right. yourself a ticket to the Hall of Fame, my friend. <laughs> Nick the Everyman. What else do you have to say, Nick the Everyman? Um, you know, I, I, the last episode I listened to, I'm a little behind, was the one where Billy described, I mean, what could only be called a prison compound right. as the Hall of Fame. That's right. Oh, so he, he's not sure. I don't think he's learned all that there is to know. He doesn't know that there's a flat screen. <laughs> maybe. There's maybe a flat screen. Amanda's running through Death Valley with her brother Phil Bring with the there. flat screen. Don't say Bring maybe. it to Reno. But if I'm being honest with myself, I'd still love to be in. So my name's Nick Langberg, and I'd love to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, love you guys. Keep up the good oh, work. Love you too. Nick Langberg, congratulations. Uh, whenever you get around to listening to this uh, episode, you are in the No Joke in Hall of the Fame. Ho- Hall of Fame. Fact. Fact. No getting and out. You're no longer n- you're no longer Nick Landberg. You are now Nick the Everyman. Nick the Everyman. Congratulations. You know, which kind of uh, makes me think, Adam, we need an every woman. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. I think it's time. I mean, how, how long have we been saying that this podcast needs an every uh, I think just at least for the last six seconds we've been saying it. Mm-hmm. That's right. We have been saying that for at least the last six seconds. <laughs> um, and speaking of every okay. woman, yes. Adam. I want to play two different emails, Great. two different voicemails that we've received. Um, one is from, you guessed it, the Queen of the Jungle. Oh, Emma. And one, and one relates to a different potential queen of potentially a different Billy, jungle. you are a master of teeing up voicemails. It's one of your many, many skills. I'm here to contribute the best I can, Adam. First, we're going to start with our jungle, Great. Emma. Yep. Hi, No Joke Nation. And when we last heard from Emma and her correspondence um, with Sanj, yep. 
Um, they were asking one another questions about their hobbies, and this is just our overall interconnective pen pal experience between Sanjay and Emma. I assume that this is going to go to him because the subject of the email says some questions answered. Okay, Hi, no joke, Nash. Here are some answers to some questions. I hope they are what you were waiting for. Thanks for including me in the episode. Have a good week. Stay safe, everybody. Oh. Emma, likewise, Thank dude. You, Emma. Let's check in to see what you have to okay. say. Hello, Major Nation, Billy and Adam, and Sandra. I'm here to answer some questions. So, what my what are my hobbies? I like Aikido and ice skating. Aikido and ice skating. Whoa, that's uh, is it Aikido or Hopkido? Uh, martial arts, right? Like a martial art. Uh, let's go with that. Yeah. yeah. And baking. Baking. Cooking in general. Great. Cooking in general. Um, I play the ukulele. Oh, cool! And I'm a student that also teach English. Oh, do you teach English? On my side. That's all for my questions. Bye. -bye. Okay, a little ukulele. I feel like she teaches English. Personality is unfolding. Who that you had all these tricks up your sleeve, Emma? You're a martial artist, ukulele playing martial artist, English master. This is a, this is a lot. Yeah. Emma is like an onion. You keep peeling back the layers, only to reveal many, many, many more layers. And while I am not surprised that Emma is so dynamic, yeah, I am a little disappointed because she is now not our every woman. Uh, she's got too many no, skills. Way too many skills. Way too, way too many skills. Yes. Um, glad to hear that Emma's doing yes. well all the way in France. Absolutely. Now, I mentioned, Adam, that um, Emma from France is obviously an icon, a celebrity, just a totem, a totem in the No Joke a universe. Pillar. And so no one could ever possibly try and get in the way or steal her sunshine so. like the band Len <laughs> once said, suggested that you do. Really? But that being said, I don't know if this is a steal or sunshine type moment, but we did get another email from another Emma. Oh, wait a minute. Our, and this and the subject of this email says, please make me the official Emma of the USA. Of the USA. Okay. Wow. All right. Second Emma. Please make me the official Emma of the USA. Okay. What a sentence. <laughs> what an unbelievable sentence. One more time for the people in the back. USA. Please make me the official Emma of the USA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Emma, um, we're going to play your voicemail yep, yep. now, and we're going to hear um, why you deserve to be the official Emma of the USA. USA. Okay, here it comes. Hi, Billy and Adam. Um, my name's Emma, and I was wondering if I would have the ability to be the official Emma of the United States. <laughs> Since you um, kind of got one going for France, I thought it'd be cool if we made this a country thing, and I yeah. claim the yep, 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 yep. So yeah, I was wondering if that would be okay. Um, have a good day. Oh my god, this is. <laughs> <laughs> So now, add to our to-do list. Not only get a listener mm. from every continent, but now I almost feel like we need an Emma in every continent. Yeah, maybe the No Joke Olympics was a little yeah, ambitious. Was and that is where we asked for a person from every yeah. continent. I think what we ultimately need, and this, was, this should be easier than asking from a yes. person from every continent, is an Emma from every country. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> as many international Emmas as we could gather and collect. First of all, sorry to bury the lead. Yes, Emma, you are officially the no-joke official Emma of the USA. Congratulations. Jeez Louise, Red, White, and Emma. That is how she will be known moving United forward. United States, Red, Emma, White, and absolutely. Emma. Yes, the United States of Emma is actually what we're going to go with. Not Red, White, and Emma. The United States of Very Emma. Good. Uh, so, Emma, now the burden is yours. We're going to need to learn a little bit more about you. Now that you are representing our country so proudly and so valiantly, yeah. we, we need to hear, because now we know a lot about Emma we from France. Play. We need we know a plenty. Oh, yeah. Now we need to learn a little bit more about you. So not only are you going in the Hall of Fame, and I don't think you asked to go, but you are going You're in. in. You're stuck yes. now. Um, you are the United States of Emma moving forward, and we need to learn a little bit more about you. Where are you, you from? Do you, Where play do, you an, do you play an instrument? Do you do hop keto? Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There. there what are you your go. hobbies? Uh, yeah. So check back in, United States of Emma, but congratulations, you are now Congrats. the official Emma of the USA. All you had to do was ask. Congratulations. Unbelievable. Really good, Bill. Um, Adam, we have uh, so many more voicemails. Uh, I just want our listeners who might be checking in um, or listening right now and being like, are they going to get to mine? Samantha, Alicia, Mitch, Michael, a few Unreal. other people. Yours, yours will all be played on Later Friday. this week. So... So they're coming. Don't think that we just like blew past yours. If I said your name, they're coming on Friday. But this episode would be an hour and a half long if we went through Incredible. all of them. So those are to Samantha, Alicia, Mitch, Michael, and a few others. Your emails will be read and your voicemails will be read on Friday. Unreal. So stay tuned. But, but to Ty, to the robot, to Nick, to Emma from France, the queen of the jungle, and now United the United States, States of Emma. Emma. Our two Emmas, the Emma count is now at two. It's up. We'd like to thank you for checking in this episode. Um, but this was a little bonus adulthood episode. Yep. We are going to need Dan Herrero to check it off the check list. Check it off, Dan. It's going up on a Tuesday. We are crossing things off rapidly on this oh, podcast. Yeah. So we need everyone to go back to nojokepubliclist.com and be sure to add a few new ones. Upvote. Definitely. The, the up, upvote, downgrade, whatever you got to yep. do. Side swipe. We got to yep. get. Side swipe, yep. Adam swiping yep. left, classic, yep. classic. Yep. Um, but that's what we need you to do to keep this podcast yep. up. I don't know if we'll be doing two episodes a week moving forward, but we certainly did it today. We got the time. I'll tell you that, folks. We got the time. Yeah. <laughs> so go on to, if you've got the time, go on to the Apple Podcast app, rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Primarily subscribe. Then go to your brother's phone and subscribe on his phone. Go to your parents' phone, subscribe on their phone. We don't care if they Doesn't listen. Matter. We just want those numbers to go away. Because, folks, we are not at 400 we tried to do 200 for 400 still not, not, not there i think there. we have like 386 we need 14 more ratings to hit the four arbitrary goal of 400 that we set months ago don't make us beg because you know we will. We four will. hours yeah four hours yeah. and hours <laughs> and hours uh and just like hours and hours this podcast is now come to Wonderful. a close and it is well over an Love hour it. New normal for the No Joke Podcast. We hope that this episode sounds good in the headphones, and we hope that you are all doing yep. well, staying safe, staying yep. indoors, and listening to the smart politicians. Yep. Until the next episode, Adam, which should come out on Friday. And Todd came up on a Tuesday. Thank you, I Love Macaroni Grill. Hickory Drake. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>